0: Welcome to the Boost Hospitality podcast. We are in season seven, episode two. My name is Mark Simpson. I'm the founder of Boost Hospitality, Boostly for short. I help short-stay rental accommodation owners all over the world increase their direct bookings and I show you how to make the OTAs work for you and not the other way around. In this episode, we're talking about the guest experience and more importantly, how you can save time and increase your prefer- profits by having a fantastic guest experience. And I asked Sapphire from Wishbox to come on to this podcast episode because I have been told by a lot of accommodation owners all over the world to check out Wishbox. It's coming to my sort of realm over the last couple of months now. Uh, I've been fortunate enough to have a little play around with the dashboard and speak to people that have been using it. And I love it for a couple of reasons. Number one, that it can sync up to any PMS. When I say any, I mean the majority, but they are always adding more. Number two is that it will automate your guest messaging process from the start of booking to pre-stay to during-stay and post-stay. It's got a review filter system built in. So when the guest checks out, it sends them a message asking for a review. And it's got a rating between one and five. You set the level that you're happy at. And if you get a rating below that level, it doesn't go off to Airbnb, Booking.com, Facebook, Google, you name it. It comes into your inbox. You can deal with it head on. That is a phenomenally powerful tool, but it's only scratching the surface of what it can do. This interview is um, brought to you in August 2019. By the time you come to listen to it, there'll be more features added with Wishbox. So I definitely recommend you head to wishbox, W I S H B O X dot C O to check out more. In this interview, you're gonna learn all about the guest booking process. How many messages you should send before they arrive, what messages you should be sending during stay, and more importantly, what you should be sending post-stay to get that five-star review. Without further ado, please sit back, relax, enjoy this episode with Sophia from Wishbox, and we're gonna talk about the guest experience. Welcome to the Boost Hospitality Podcast. My name is Mark Simpson. We are in season seven, episode two, and today we're talking about the guest experience. And like every episode of the Boostly Podcast, I like to bring in a guest who will help me talk about this subject. And this episode is like no other. I've got Sapphire, who is a the works at Wishbox and Wishbox is an awesome company that helps you and your rental accommodation um, make the whole guest experience 10 times what it could be through loads of little cool little features that we're going to talk about during this interview. But before we begin, before we go delve into the questions that I have for Safa, I would love for her just to take a couple of minutes and just explain more about her background, what Wishbox is And then we'll dig in. So Sapphire, thank you so much. If you could just go ahead and the floor is yours.
1: Hi, thank you so much. Um, So I'm going to tell a bit about myself and the experience um, of of, uh, the Wishbox founders. Um, I come from the hospitality world, uh, specifically um, in hostels. So I used to be in uh, hostel management and um, marketing management. Um, The founders are... Um, have also extensive background in hospitality. They actually um, used to manage uh, uh, vacation rentals. And so the the way Wishbox was created, it was created from um, from deep knowledge within the hospitality industry. And essentially just, you know, the, the, there was a need. There was a need to communicate better with guests. And so um, the founders who, uh, who knew, know and understand a lot about the vacation rental industry just decided to, uh, to go ahead and uh, develop it, um, so um, that's a bit about my background and Wishbox's background
0: amazing and um could you just sort of tell us how like what sort of countries around the world are you helping? Is it predominantly in the states or is it more like worldwide
1: um so it's definitely worldwide um it's a fair uh i'd say at the moment uh, a lot a lot of companies in europe uh, but definitely also the u s um, those are the most prominent uh, countries. We also have companies in, um, in in Australia and South Africa. So it's definitely all over the world. Um, and we work with a lot of different languages. So.
0: Amazing. Okay, so we'll, we'll find out more about Wishbox as we go. Uh, but this topic is all about the guest experience. And the guest experience is key if you want your short-stay accommodation business to grow. Because if your guests don't have a good experience, you're going to get poor reviews. And poor reviews, poor guest experience is not very good for business. doesn't matter what you do, whether it's hospitality or just any any line of work. You want to make sure that you're, when a guest arrives and walks through the door from the point of making the booking during the stay to post-stay, you want to make sure that that guest is having the best experience possible. Because if you achieve that, then you will achieve what is known as Talk Triggers. Talk Triggers is one of my favorite books that I've ever read. It's by Jay Beer. Uh, I recommend that everybody go and check out the audio book or even just get the book because it's a prime example for hospitality on how you can use free marketing tool, which is word of mouth to get more bookings. And this is a big part of it. So the first question that I have for you, Sapphire, is from the point of booking to arrival, what do you think are the most important things that a guest needs to do to set the expectation of the guest before they arrive? So, what sort of things do you recommend that they can do?
1: Um, so, first of all, it's very important to, to start communicating with the guests uh, well before they arrive and well before they contact you to coordinate arrival details, etc. So, um, the the for the first part, the very basic. Uh, thing would be uh, to communicate with the guest and send him uh, the, the details, the arrival details, just information. Um, it reduces uncertainties um, since, especially vacation rentals, since they're uh, different from types of accommodations. Um, the check-in might be different. There's a lot of uh, question marks. So the best thing to do is uh, reassure the guests and communicate with them before um, coordinate the the arrival and um, most importantly, have a very friendly tone, um, and basically start, uh, controlling the guest experience from that point that from the very basic thing is, uh, is basically you're, um, taking, taking the control over the guest experience. Um, and I think that's a very important point, um, to do before the guests arrive.
0: Yeah. So, um, let's just walk through the scenario. I've made the, the book in. Um, via maybe a, f- a third-party site or directly with the, with the guest. And the first email always gets triggered to go. doesn't matter how, who you're with as a, as a PMS or a channel manager. Um, that goes off straight away. So how many times would you recommend from the point of booking to the guest arriving, how many different forms of communication would you recommend having with the guest to make sure that you are in control?
1: Well, the ideal scenario would be obviously confirming the reservation. Like you said, that's the very first step. But secondly, before the guests arrive, um, the guest books, uh, in advance. So, uh, the best thing to do would be to communicate again, um, Hey, looking forward to having you and then start, um, start having a conversation over coordinating, uh, the arrival itself, but also. Uh, already um, preparing them for the reservation and taking part of the plan. So guests have a lot of things they plan before they go, in a, before they go on vacation, before they go on the trip. And the, they book the accommodation they want um, and they book it according to the experience they wish to have. So actually the host has a really big opportunity here to start um, communicating with the guests and offering them uh, experiences that kind of follow through with the accommodation he provides and so offering uh you know the different local insights because that's exactly what the guests are looking for especially the type of guests who book vacation rentals they're looking um for a a different experience so definitely uh beginning in in offering that and giving your insight uh, as the host you know guests search online all the time and they're looking for the resources and here you are the host you have all the information you have all the access organizing organizing the information before and even uh, improving the guest experience by providing information uh, and also by offering uh, additional services. For example, you have your regular, uh, for example, you have the regular check-in hours. Um, are you able to offer guests um, the option to book an early check-in, to book it in advance? Because a lot of times guests have flights and uh, they arrive a, a lot before the, the check-in time. So uh, any different services and information you can offer your guests to um to to enhance their experience essentially is is what you should be focusing on and, and that's what we focus on. That's what guests are looking for to have that interaction. So um for example in Wishbox starting from uh the moment of the booking after the confirmation email uh, we invite the guests to to share their um to share their arrival details their direct contact details their information so guests can kind of um uh, do all the the bureaucracy and and get rid of the paperwork and then focus on on the fun part, which is actually um, all the things that the guests can be doing and their arrival. Um, So that would be the most amazing guest experience um, Mm -hmm. your guests can have.
0: So what are you doing at Wishbox to help with this? Because I know what a lot of people are thinking, tuning into this, it's thinking, well, this is going to take a lot of time. I haven't got a lot of time. I'm a busy hospitality owner. I'm juggling all the plates and whatnot. So how does Wishbox make this process a lot more smoother?
1: Um, so it does it by automating the the whole procedure. What you do, you uh, you provide the uh, most optimal experience and you set it up once. And then every guest uh, get the, the same uh, you know perfect scenario that you set up repeated lease and obviously you can um you can customize it if you operate a, a big amount of rentals you can customize you know the text and everything per rental but you set it up once and then your guests receive uh, the information um it's uh they they're able to to enter all their details, they can scan their passport, they can uh, let you know when they wanna arrive, uh, you know, book uh, transportation from the airport. It's something that we allow hosts to offer and they can also generate more revenue from it if they, um, you know, work with uh, different transportation providers, they can offer that to guests. Uh, We enable online credit card payments so guests can, you know, book this online, uh, pay it and uh, have a a very smooth experience um, and, it obviously, I mean, we communicate with guests in their native language, so it's automatically translated to the uh, language of the guests. And it's also a web app, because one of the things that we know is guests don't like to download a special app for uh, for one specific accommodation. So what we did, we developed a web app. And so with one click of a button, you're, the guests are able to uh, log into this guest app, fill in their details, um, and get all the information they need. Um, And that solves the situation. And it's obviously customized. You can customize it with dynamic fields and use the guest's name and their specific arrival time. And then it's perfectly, um, it has a very personal feeling. Um, And also when the guests arrive, because you've gotten rid of all this, uh, you know, passport scan, terms and conditions, signage, uh, even payment details. So essentially you have um, a very positive experience because one of the things that are also very tiring is, um, the first thing you ask for your guests, you start asking for a passport scan and documents. It's also not a very nice arrival experience.
0: So Mm -hmm. no, absolutely. And and I've checked into places in the past where you're on the end of a long journey. It doesn't have to be a flight. It can be a drive or a train journey. And when you get there, you've then got to dig all of this out. And I I've got young children and they're literally just boiling your head out because they're just asking all the things. And, you know, you've been in a close confined space with them. And the last thing you want to do is to have to fill in all these documents, you know? So to, to have this process automated, to have this process already done before you arrive again, will improve that, that guest experience. Um, and to have it all automated, I think is the key thing. So it saves money. So it saves time. But what I like what you said is there's a chance to increase revenue with the part of what you said. So you mentioned pickups, uh, airport transfers as one of them, but there's so many different form of revenue upsells that you could do here. And, you know, there's only a certain amount of rooms or there's only a certain amount of accommodation you have or so so many nights you can sell. But when it comes to upselling as in making more profit, this is, this is really cool. Uh, You mentioned airport transfers as one, but what are the other examples that you've seen some of your clients use as a way of, upselling a guest once they've booked to the next level what, what what are some good examples that you can maybe share with us please
1: um, so i'm gonna share the first example i'll share is actually one of my favorite features um we have a feature that's called um smart early check-in or smart uh, late checkout and essentially it allows the host to um to you know maximize revenue Uh, a lot of times uh, make the most out of the occupancy rate, and I'll explain how it goes. Essentially, you're uh, able to turn this feature on, and then you can um, ask guests if they wanna pay extra for an early check-in or extra for a late check-out. And it will only offer this if the room is available the night before. So it's automated, and it's depending on your availability. And so, it just automatically allows you to generate more revenue. Guests see this, they can see this. You, it's totally customizable. So you decide exactly when they see it. If you wanna send them a special message, letting them know they can do it, you can also do that. And essentially it's, it's just, you know, making the most out of, um, out of uh, the opportunity um, of uh, early check-ins and late check-outs, so that's one of the you know basic upsells that every single host can offer, and it's just generating more revenue from something that already exists. Nice. Um, and then, um, and then that's um, one example. Um, definitely, and again, it varies from host to host, but anything of uh, luggage storage. Um, and different uh, amenities like uh, uh, breakfast or uh, you know, groceries or different uh, food opportunities. Welcome kits, depending on, um, on if they're celebrating a special occasion. For example, one of the things you can do with the Wishbox um, uh, uh, ch- online check-in wizard is you can customize questions to guests. So you're, uh, for example, able to ask them if they're celebrating something special and then you're able to uh, offer them uh, different upsells opportunity. Um, and also obviously tours and activities and different experiences. Um, A lot of hosts, they know local suppliers and and they can definitely um, add them to the the guest app and guests will be able to book them um, before arrival, uh, definitely all the time. A really great feature that we're um, we're launching is the Wishbox uh, Marketplace. And it essentially allows a host to invite suppliers. So let's say there's a supplier you know who works in the UK and you really want to work with him. You can, with one click of a button, invite him. And then you're able basically to to sell um, their products uh, online with um, virtually zero effort on your part. Because you're inviting the the supplier to sign up, they sign up, and then you're able to offer your guests um, their services. Um, And it's, again, maximizing the opportunities, the the revenue opportunities for hosts.
0: I like that. So technically, if the supplier is a local pizza takeaway to the property, they could hook in and link up potentially so that when the guest arrives, they can have pre-booked in, say, a delivery of food, of a pizza that night. Is that sort of where we're sort of talking about here? We're talking about that or is it like other things?
1: Um, yeah, I mean, the majority uh, at the moment, the majority would be, um, uh, it could definitely be food. Uh, it also different experiences and different, uh, uh tours and activities mm. that the guests can be doing. Um, and again, because it's automated, you're able to, to pre-schedule a message to your guests, letting them know, Hey, like I found these activities, uh, interesting in the area. Um, in case you find them interesting and 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 you can really set up the tone whether you want it to be extra casual and friendly or um depending on your and the experience you want to offer
0: so um it sounds amazing and one of the things that i am noticing more than ever before in tourism whether it is staycations um, whether it's like leisure, whether it's business or whatever, is the experience is a big part in the deciding factor on where people stay. So you can actually use this as part of your marketing. you can use this as part of your website copy is that when you make the booking is that we will look after you from booking to arrival to checkout. You know, we've got you covered from every step of the way. And it's a really good way. And I've talked about this a lot with customer avatar, customer demographic, knowing who you're going to attract is that, if you tracked a certain demographic, then you can really speak to them, not from the point of this is why you should stay with us, but this is all the extras that you could potentially guess, get as well. Like, for example, if you're in a busy, a busy coastal destination with an airport, it's like we will have the pickup ready for you when you arrive. You don't have to wait for an Uber. You don't have to battle other taxi drivers at the airport. They'll be waiting for you. You can then get to us. There'll be a food, grocery order ready if you want a certain experience we can help you book that and it's all done via this app now for those who are wondering and they're going well I'm currently with a PMS or a channel manager do I have to switch like could you just explain how does it work so you sync in with channel managers and PMSs is that correct or do every, does everybody have to leave their current setup to come to you how does that the back end sort of work in the connectivity
1: um, yes, yeah, so it's actually exactly what you said. We sync into uh, many, many uh, uh, PMSs, and we are constantly adding new ones um, and channel managers, of course. We also sync to Airbnb and booking.com. So, in case you currently, um, you, you know, most of your reservations come from one booking source, you can definitely just sync that booking source in. Then Wishbox gets all the reservation and rental details. And then uh, that's how we're able to to offer all these smart features because we know what your availability is like and we know uh, what country the guest is from. We have all that, this information um, and we're able to, to offer these solutions. So it's nice. a very um, simple integration with a PMS or channel manager. Exactly.
0: Um, sort of final question before I move on to the topic is a big pain point, of hospitality owners that want to increase their direct bookings is that when somebody books via booking.com and Airbnb, like you mentioned there, is that we don't get their email address. It's a hidden email address. So by having your services, is there a way that we could um, reach out to the guests via automation and then collect their guest data that we can use for further marketing purposes as in email marketing? Is that something that you can help with?
1: Um, definitely. So it's actually the first thing we ask, um, we ask the guests. So, um, uh, when you have, when you're using Wishbox, we communicate with the guests. We say, uh, we invite, we invite them, say, Hey, um, uh, looking forward to having you, let's fill in these few details. And then the first thing that you ask the guests is essentially that contact information. The moment they fill it in, um you have their uh, genuine email and you're able to communicate with them directly and this is like it upgrades the experience completely and i'll just mention uh that within the online check-in wizard that i mentioned before you're able to ask already ask the guests if they're interested in in uh in to to opt into your marketing list and then very easily you can uh, you can create a marketing list and start marketing to guests and it, it's just another way that, you know, guests just remember you that way when you ha- offer this like online experience, uh, you're you remembered and maybe recommending you or next time they want a book, they they know who their host is. It's it's basically um, putting a lot of emphasis on the host and allowing it to be a, even a more significant part of their trip.
0: Nice. And if people are watching this and you're thinking, well, this all sounds great, um, this all sounds amazing, but I haven't got a clue on what to create. If you're part of the Boostly Academy, I've got email template copies that you can just copy, paste, amend, and add into Wishbox right now. And it covers you for every step of the the guest booking process. Now talking about the guest booking process, um, the guest arrives at the property. So you've done all of the the pre-stay, as in guest confirmation, as in guest pre-arrival information making sure that they know every step of the way how to find you what's the code to get in etc during the stay is a is a is a tricky topic people like assume that guests will just like to be left alone where some go no you've got to contact them just to know that you're thinking about them. what's your opinion on this and again how do you help with this at, at wishbox
1: um, so it's, it's a good question because, uh, I think I'm definitely for the contact. Um, if guests, uh, you know, are not, uh, want to disconnect, they also have the option to do it. Um, in Wishbox, we're also, uh, you're also able to time a message to the time of arrival. And then if there's different access codes or different, you know, sensitive information, you only want to release, um, at the ver- very last moment, then you're able to do that automatically. So that's just um, connecting to the guest upon arrival. But um, I think it's definitely important to, to check in with the guests. Um, specifically in Wishbox, because we have a, a guidebook and a guest staff where they're able to see all the information, then um, they have all the information in one place. And also the guidebook includes a chat so they can very easily communicate with their hosts, again, if the hosts uh, want to. And, uh, and so they have all the information that you can create, like frequently asked questions and different content for them. And so you don't really need, you can check in, um, you can automate a message just um, to check in, but you don't need to, to worry because they would have all the information in, in one place and it would be... Um, you know a click of a button they see all the details so there's no need to to constantly worry and and check in with
0: them repeatedly cool. um there's a guy that I know who is really really good at this uh, he's called Danny from optimize my airbnb and he talks about this on his blog where when the guest is arrived or has arrived you've got an automated message set up so that when they arrive, you're basically sending them somewhat along the lines of, and I may butcher his quote, but you say, I'm, I'm really looking forward to giving you a five-star guest experience because then what you're doing is that subconsciously you're implanting into their mind about that five star review that they're going to leave you already. So we're talking about like reviews. So how can you do so and by having a little automated message go out? And we're not talking about bombarding them. And what I like about what you said is that you've got the option for a live chat if it needs be, but if it's just a little prompt just to go, I hope you've arrived okay. I hope everything's okay. Please let us know if we can fix anything, if anything's broken. And it's just again just making sure that the guest knows that you're thinking about them. I mean, think the key thing about all of this is that nobody knows your guest isn't going to know that this is automated. They are going to think that you've personally taken time out of your busy day, your busy schedule to send them a message. And again, when we're talking about the topic, which is the guest experience, then this just puts you above and beyond everybody else that they could potentially stay with. You don't get that. When you stay at a travel lodge, you don't get that when you stay at, you know, insert budget motel, this is something that will set you apart from everyone else. So we've had an amazing stay. Uh, we've, we've gone and done all the things. We've taken all the pictures. We've done all the Instagram bits and bobs. Now we're talking about the post day. So the guest has left. And every single platform that you on will tell you that you need to get reviews. And with hospitality, you know that is 100% correct. Reviews are key. And it's getting even harder now to get somebody to leave you a review. What do you recommend that people do to get a guest to leave you a review? I know I've got my thoughts on this, but I'd love to hear what 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 you think, Safa.
1: Um, so I think, uh, obviously, um, one of the most important uh, things is, uh, is review management and, uh, like you said, working to optimize the reviews. Um, so, of course, it depends on the actual experience the guest had. Uh, which is why you know working towards that is something that 's um, extremely beneficial and important, and like you said no one no one knows if it 's automated, so it really feels um, it really feels personal and uh, I mean for example, wishbox is a white label product, so you no one has idea everything it 's from the uh, host's email and it's, again a very personal touch, which I think is one of the things that it valued most, even if something went wrong in the rental, then the only, if you had, um, if you, you know, if you had everything else perfect and the service was perfect, that's, that's what your guests will remember. Um, I, I think asking for guests, um, for guests reviews is obviously the very basic thing. Uh, what we do in Wishbox, we actually ask, uh, the guests, um, to, to, um, to ask how was their stay before they check out. So then it gives them the sense and it also allows the host to kind of uh, correct things uh, if they're wrong. So um, we have a pre-checkout um, um, message you can send your guests. It can have all the checkout instructions because that's also something that's a bit sensitive. Something like, what do I do? How do I leave? Where do I leave the key? All the details can be um, in, the, in the checkout instructions that are sent out. Um, and then, you know, um, we ask guests, how uh, was how your stay? And you're able to, to ask guests um, to, to rate you. And then what it does, your guests can rate you and they can write a review. Now, if it's a positive review, then um, encouraging the guests to, to leave that review online, depending on how they booked. But if the guests didn't have the greatest experience, we send um, the feedback directly to the host, obviously, and then um, it's, it's basically a way for the guests to, to vent and communicate with the host directly rather than posting it online. So um, again, we ask uh, for the rating. If it's a positive rating, we encourage them to leave the review online. If it's a not-so-good rating, which is 3.9 stars and under, then we encourage them to contact uh, you, the host, directly. So um, that's a great way to optimize reviews because the guests would receive the message um, directly. They'll be able to manage the situation. And even we find that a lot of times the guests already um, you know, express their um, uh, you know, concerns and it's, uh, it's just preventing uh, negative reviews. So I think that's the optimal way to, to manage reviews and um, generally increase your rating online.
0: So, um, how many would you say clients that Wishbox has? How many host uh, rental owners do you reckon? A rough guess that you're helping at the moment? Would you say?
1: Actually, not sure uh, what the exact number is. I mean, we have. A, 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 I, I can check up on that and give you a, um, an exact number of uh, rentals uh, that are operated through Wishbox. So I'm sorry, I'm not sure. <laughs> no, that's
0: okay. The the, the follow up question would be: Say that it's hundred. Okay, just as a ballpark figure, and it's obviously going to be more. But what is out of all the people that you help and the rental owners that you um, that you work with, what is the one big mistake that you see the majority of people make when it comes to communication?
1: Um, so I think the the number uh, one mistake is not um, not communicating and not providing. Um, I'll, I'll mention several because there are a few that come up. Yeah. Um, so for example, one mistake is not providing, um, additional, uh, content that is at like added value to guests. So a lot of hosts, um, they find that the opportunity, um, to offer, um, upsells great, but, um, just, um, managing to, to make uh, genuine offers to guests, create content for them to, um, to optimize, um, <laughs> sorry, to optimize um, the, the upsells, because it's basically um, giving added value to guests by offering them content, because guests want to feel like they're in on the, on the local experience. And I think that a lot of hosts um, have that information. And when guests ask them the information, they, they provide that information, but they don't have it organized for all of the guests. So, I mean, the best thing to do would be automate it, have everything on one platform, and then the added value that you give guests who ask, you're just giving it to everyone. So that's uh, one mistake that um, we often encounter and um, we're able to uh, solve. Um, something else I would say is uh, is definitely the checkout and managing reviews that way. Um, we see a lot of hosts that um, don't um, just seize opportunities and. Basically, there's so much opportunities um, to upsell and um, to, to be able to offer guests more. Um, and it's something that, hosp- especially in hospitality, because it's, it's so intense and it's, uh, it's a lot of times it's work around the clock. So um, we, we feel that hosts don't have the time uh, to seize a lot of additional opportunities. And, and that's what we're here for, essentially.
0: Yeah, amazing. I, uh, I can see just from personal speaking and all of the manual work that we've had to do over the years, because our PMS hasn't had automated email triggers built into their system. I can see how much time you're going to save. And we've always done the upsell uh, because the granary, which is my family business is it's bed and breakfast it's holiday cottages, but it's also was a restaurant. It also was tea rooms and we always used to actively Uh, do the upsell but again it was always had to be manual I would be wasting, I can't even think how many hours a week Mm. by having to manually remember to send all these but having it automated is is such a time saver but it's also what I love about Wishbox after like speaking to you before our call and, and looking in the back end and speaking to others is that ability to have the upsell and you're ticking so many boxes from what a guest looks for, from clear communication, um, making sure that before they arrive, they know exactly where to go. They know who to speak to and how to get in the property. But when once they're in, there's a constant communication if needed. And 99% of the time, it's automated. The only times you may have to dip in and do it manually is if they hit that, let's speak button, let's have a live chat. And again, it's, and it's, it's, it just means that the more you can do this, the more you can communicate, the less likely you are to get a really shitty review, which there's nothing worse than game and, and, and your filters yeah. and your setup and whatnot will definitely help with this. So I think we've talked about Wishbox a lot and we want to put people out of, the, out of the misery we would we'll tease them enough so if anybody wants to find out more about uh wishbox i recommend that everybody go to wishbox.co this is the key here co so dot co. go there you can have a demo you can find out more about the uh the setup how it all works and like I say, you you only have to do a little bit of research on Rishbox to know but the glowing reviews and, and the amount of people that, that they are helping. I personally want to thank uh, Sapphire for coming on um, and her dog. I really, really appreciate it. It was uh, a pleasure, especially seeing that Sapphire has taken time out of her evening. It's pretty late where she is right now. So I really, really do appreciate it. And hopefully you've all gathered more about what wish box is. And again, I'd really, really encourage everybody to go and, and check it out. Um, this has been the boost hospitality podcast season seven, episode two was going to be more. I'm planning on doing more and more and more of this season. And we're going to be getting more and more people on to help me talk about this. So Sapphire, thank you so much for coming on. And thank anybody you so much
1: for having me, Mark.
0: pleasure, my absolute pleasure. So, okay. Before you leave, this episode of the of Hospitality Podcast, I need you to do two things. Number one, go to iTunes, go to wherever you listen to your podcast and, and rate and review it. Please, It means a lot. The more reviews we get, the higher it goes up in the search results and the more that people will discover it. My aim is I want all the hospitalities around the world to, to, to find out more about this podcast. And from here, they can f- gather so much information on how they can improve and implement it into their business. The other thing that I need you to do is to head over to Instagram, go to Boostly UK, hit the follow button and send me a message and let me know that you've come here via the podcast. That would mean a lot. Um, I get probably one email a week um, from people saying I've listened to the podcast, which is phenomenal. When I started off doing season one, episode one, I would never have thought that. I'd be getting people emailing me saying that they discovered us via the podcast, which is, which is awesome. So thank you so much for tuning in. We'll be back very soon for episode three. If you want to find out more, go to booster.co.uk forward slash podcast.